What's up, guys? This is Joe from The Married Life, and we just want to welcome you to part two of our interview with Dr. Ryan and Mackenzie Angelo. Uh, The first part of this interview is on the podcast from last week, so you can go back and listen to it. And this is going to kick off right where that one left off. So without further ado, here is part two of our interview with Dr. Ryan and Mackenzie Angelo on making healthy choices. You know, and so do you not feel worthy of health? Do you not feel worthy of a good marriage? Do you not feel, you know, um, us growing up, you know, our dad, he was he was the, the main breadwinner, so he, he was gone a lot. So our mom was, you know, essentially a mom and dad at home. But for, so for me, a big struggle point is, okay, how do I have, if I never had a male figure in my life show me, you know, compassion and love, how can I do that for someone else? So it's, you know, I could easily say, well, I didn't have that, so I can't do that. Right. Right. So, or I could actually, you know, flip the script and say, no, I'm going to lean in and I'm actually going to do the opposite of what I was seeing. So I'm going to be present with my nieces, with my nephew as much as I can until we have a child, you know, and that's really where it's like, well, um, and I would say that was the hard part after, while we were discussing, like, you know, in terms of what, you know, what does parenthood look like? I mean, I just told her, I was like, I don't know, like, if I can be a good dad to a son because I, like, girls are easy for me, but boys, there's that block because I never had it mm-hmm. where, um, and, you know, so that was just one thing where I had to humble myself and I actually asked her and uh, Mackenzie and asked, like, hey, like, what do you see? How do you, like, you know, what was it like having a dad who was there who showed yeah. emotions? And now um, there's a few uh, families that come in and I mean, every time they're in, it's like me taking notes on them because I see how, you know, the dad is with not only the daughters, but also the sons. Mm -hmm. Um, And one of my mentors on a podcast, he was saying that, you know, his son came up to him and was like, dad, like, you know, do you love me as much as, you know, my sister? And, you know, this doctor was like, yeah, like, how do you not, you know, what makes you think that? And he's like, you don't kiss me as much. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and this is like, you know, a, a 13-year-old boy. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and this doctor was just saying, he's like, I, like, I, I thought I was loving him. Like, I, you know, knew love. But he didn't see the affection like he should because I didn't see the, that affection as a child. So then, once again, mm-hmm. I naturally, it's, it's foreign to me, so I'm not going to do it. Yeah. 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 So it's so important to say, like, okay, like, wow, like, that's a learning experience for me to say, okay, now I can better myself. I can actually provide what, you know, I need to do in order to make sure that those individuals feel loved. Yeah. So wow. that was not just, that was such, like, a, lear- a great learning yeah. uh, um, experience. And, you know, it really broke it down for me because I was like, I'm not the only one in that situation. Right. Yeah, and there's so many little boys that come in that like love you and yeah. like do- love Dr. Ryan. Oh, <laughs> at, so at church, in case you don't know, like I'm one of the pastors on staff and <laughs> we have a lot of little boys that actually go and see Dr. Ryan to get adjusted. And so one day I was walking down Kittown Hallway and a little boy's like, are you Dr. Ryan's brother? I'm like, <laughs> Like, it's funny, like, yeah. at church, like, you don't notice me as Pastor Joe. Yeah, yeah. I'm Dr. Ryan's yeah. brother, you know? Um, but it's, it's true. And even the way that you interact with Oscar, yeah. you know? Oh, yeah. um, that's who uh, Mackenzie is nannying for. And yeah. just seeing that love and that mm-hmm. compassion that you have for him, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, today on Craig Rochelle's podcast, he was also saying how he used to, like, have snack a lot, have a dessert. So he's like, I'm going to have a dessert once a week. Yeah. And then he pushed it to once a month. And yeah. then it was the same thing. He's like, I'm going to have a cheat meal, cheat meal once a week. Mm-hmm. And then it went to once a month because he really saw the importance of health and really, you know, shifting his belief system yeah. that I just can't eat whatever I want and get the body that I desire. Yeah. Like, it has to switch. Now, obviously, you and I, we grew up, our parents owned a Dairy Queen, so we were the Dairy Queens. Like, yeah. we were very big boys. <laughs> Mackenzie um, was a queen, but so were they. Yeah, <laughs> Mackenzie was a queen. Um, no, so now, were you. Shut it. Um, so for us, you could tell we were unhealthy, yeah. and that's something that had to shift. Yeah. 
But Mackenzie, you didn't look unhealthy when you were a queen, literally winning Miss Coloma, you know, like a queen, but you weren't eating healthy. Yeah. So what, what was that shift like? And why did you decide like, okay, I look healthy, but I know I'm not healthy. Yeah. So yeah, growing up, I, my mom wasn't a, the biggest cook. So we grew up on like frozen pizzas, frozen lasagna, um, pop tarts, oh, yeah. fruit roll loves all the things. And so we just grew up on that stuff. And so that didn't mean like we didn't look obese or we weren't really like showing the symptoms of it, but it didn't mean that our bodies weren't operating in the way that they should be. And so once I like graduated, um, I was out on my own at that time. And I just felt like this impression on the Lord of like, kind of just like a heaviness, but it was like a good heaviness. And um, he was just really shifting me to just change the way that I was eating and like exercise when I could and not like he didn't like put this like pressure on me like a condemning thing but it was just like I'm preparing you for something um and so just like that whole week I had it and then finally on Friday when I got paid I went to the grocery store and once I loaded my car up that like heaviness had left me and um, I just knew like I was doing what God wanted me to do and then from there on I never turned back like I just I kept like looking for more things of like okay what can i take out what can i add in um like what is it to have yeah. a really good healthy diet because i was just going off of the knowledge that i had right so um just like implementing and then like two months later i met ryan mm -hmm. which his lifestyle was all the way that way and so it was like perfect because if it would have been reversed yeah. mm -hmm. i could have resented him for yeah. that mm -hmm. And so it was like such a cool way that God like was like, hey, look, your husband's coming. I want you to be healthy yeah. and I want the best for you. And then your husband also is going to be very passionate about that. So it just was like such a cool like transition that God had me in months yeah. before I met Ryan. And then it was like, it was like I was looking for more and I was eager to learn. So it was easy for our relationship for me to be like, what about this? And he's like, well, really, you could do this, yeah. you know? So it wasn't like you need to change your lifestyle now, this, that, like Ryan's not that way, but yeah. So it was really cool to see like that transition. And then from now, from then on, like we've just continued just to always yeah. like look at things and evaluate like, how can we get healthier? Yeah, right. What would you guys say as we're wrapping this up is like super important for a married couple to be on the same page? Mm -hmm. Because from what I've seen with people, it's like, if say the mother's eating healthy or the wife and the husband's yeah. not, well, once you do have kids, it's like the kids are going to kind of, yeah. they're like, oh, well, she's having pizza yeah. all the time. I want that yeah. versus the mm -hmm. kale salad, you yeah. know, like yeah. how do you guys see and what would you tell the person out there that maybe they're like, man, I want to be healthy, but my spouse doesn't. How do we get on yeah. the same page yeah. with health? And second question to go off that, like where do, where would someone start? Yeah. yeah. Um, so Truly to me, and you know, it's like you, you just segued that into Mackenzie's question where, you know, we, we looked unhealthy, Mackenzie didn't look unhealthy. But, mm -hmm. you know, once again, what we were doing was the same thing. Right. So, when we actually, first evaluating the question is like, what is health? Because at the end of the day, if we, if we want a result of being healthy, we have to define that. Yeah. And so, if we think health is just feeling good and looking good, well, what happens when you, it doesn't happen not only overnight, but doesn't happen within a month where, hey, I don't look any different. I'm going to go back to my old way of living or in the sense of saying something like, well, that person's skinny, so they look healthy, but so they're fine. They don't have to eat any different. Mm -hmm. And that's identifying truly like, Hey, how we base our health in America is not truly how 
it health really works mm. because if, if we only base things off on hey how we look and how we feel you're you i mean once again our dad you know he looked fine you know the day before he had his heart attack he felt fine mm -hmm. the next day he has his heart attack so at the end of the day why was he not healthy you right. know yeah. and right. it comes back to he wasn't functioning well right. yeah. so truly health is function and that's when we look at that we're saying mm, okay well you know you can bench 500 pounds but if you can't get off the couch i'm sorry like that's not health yeah. and you know and that's the unfortunate thing is that we think we we compartmentalize things so much where we we think we're healthy but then we don't even know what truly health is and health is supplying your body's dna for everything it needs for success yeah and then if you actually do that you're never going to have something you know come creep up on you yes you can have a, a catastrophic accident that's an acute incident but you're not gonna have these chronic things that build up overnight and over day to day and actually you know that's really where the um the whole portion of our healthcare system that's crippling us it's all in that chronic uh, disease not the acute so yeah so i think like after like finding out what like yeah. your definition of health is and what that looks like and then if you're like a woman or a man and you're doing this separate from your husband wanting them to do it with mm -hmm. you or your wife you just being persistent in doing that every day they're going to see that yeah. and then with you getting the results and working towards what you want to get and then you achieving those things it's going to ooze off of you yeah. and then if you have children that's going to ooze off yeah. of you and you're going to change recipes and you're going to change the way that you do things because you want to go towards this health so it's just going to ooze off of yeah. you i mean we get people like say we weren't on the same yeah. or you know say we are on different pages than other people but we get questions asked all the time because of what we do mm -hmm. and we it oozes off of us so yeah. just like to answer that question of like just to keep your consistency yeah. in doing mm -hmm. it um like well, it's not a fad yeah. because so many people yeah. jump on a and fad you can't, diet like, you can't nobody wants to be forced into something yep. right and if you ask somebody to do something they'll be more prone to do it versus like telling them yep. and so just like just like continuing doing what you're doing, they're going to see that yeah. instead of being like, here, this is what I'm making for dinner. I don't care if you like it, yeah. like you're going to eat it mm -hmm. or we're changing everything. And you know, like mm -hmm. that could like force somebody to resent you and yeah. push you off, push them off the wrong end. And so mm -hmm. that really just brings like, well, I'm going to change this. I'm going to do this. But if you want to do it, you can do it or not even yeah. pr proposing that question, just doing, you know, what you want to do, like in that, in your way of health and then yeah. just allowing it to come off of you. I would say, and even just going to your spouse and saying like, you know, babe, like this has really been on my mind and this is what, this is why I want to do it. And yes, I would love it if you join me, but I'm not forcing this on you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. you know? Like having open communication exactly. about your goals and yep. what you'd like to see. Because yep. um, it's really like, helps. If, yeah, because if you're not painting a picture for them, I mean, once again, if a, if a gentleman he's at work all day and he comes home and he's like what the like I'm used to eating you know a you know a greasy burger with you know white bread and whatever I wanted on it and now all of a sudden now I have to eat something an organic salad he's like where's my burger yeah and it's like you know and the wife is so you know she can be so gung ho about like all like you know hey we're gonna get healthy we're gonna do this and this and this but she can get so passionate that she forgets to actually break down like the purpose that's and yeah. so that's truly where it comes back to you know asking those questions like hey like this is what why you know I feel like you know God's really challenging me to take ownership of my health, stewardship of my health. And, you know, yes, I feel it's for both of us. And I'm going to, I'm going to move at, you know, the pace that I feel God's led me to move. But, you know, either way, if you're on board or not, I still love you and I'm still here for you. Mm -hmm. um, this isn't me versus you, but this is us together. And for us to have a healthy family and for us to truly um, pass on a generation and um, of health to our kids, this is what needs to be changed. Yeah. And I think, and this is what something that I wanted to kind of bring up 
while you guys were talking of why we brought them onto this podcast. Like it is so important to do things like this together, yeah. to be healthy together as a couple, mm -hmm. because I mean, we talk about it all the time, like in our why behind it is our children yep. and is yep. each other. Because if I'm not healthy, yep. Yep. Well, how can I serve you? How yep. can I serve my kids? Yeah. How can I, you know, do all these things and um, you become more of a liability. You really mm -hmm. do. I never yeah. want to be that for my yeah. kids. I right. never want them to think like, oh, I gotta go take care of mom. You know yeah. what I mean? I want to, you know, live this life with them, have fun, you know, and uh, I think somebody asked you before, like, is eating healthy really fun? Yeah. yeah. I mean, to me, it is. <laughs> That's you know, what my answer was. I was like, yeah, it is fun. It is really but fun. But is being unhealthy fun? It's is not. It? Right. So, and this is the thing. No matter what in life, anything you want to be, succeed at, you can't do it without health. Right. right. Whether it's a corporation, that corporation is only as healthy as the people that are yes. there. Yeah. You know, if it's a church, if it's a you know uh, financial you know, institute, whatever it is, yeah. you're only going to you know bring in money if you have people there who are healthy and vibrant to actually accept it. Yeah. Um, same thing with the marriage. If you want a healthy marriage, you have to start with healthy individuals. Yep. Mm -hmm. If you want healthy kids, or if you want you know kids that um, are great kids, like I'm sorry, like we were watching this video the other day about this baby who was just literally having a tantrum and Mackenzie's like, you know, like more, how do we parent that? And I'm like, my question is why is that kid's brain? Why does it think that that's okay? Like yeah. what's like the health is in mm -hmm. the brain. And that's really where it's like, you know, parents can be looked at as man, we're failing, but it's like, well, if your kid's brain's out of balance and out of whack, yeah, yeah. like you're, you know, you're trying to take ownership of something that you have no control over. Right. right. If they're not sleeping, if they're not yep. functioning correctly, yeah. if they're not getting their proper food, yeah. I'd be cranky too. Oh, yeah. And I'd throw a fit. Yeah. yeah. You know? And it's not like an overnight no. thing. Like it's a continuous, like you, you're not like born a successful no. adult. You are, you're shaped, you're yep. grown, you're like... You're, you know, you're just, you go through things, you're feeding yourself certain things yeah. so that you get to a point where you are a successful adult, but it's like continuation. Yeah. So like Ryan and I, like there'll never be a time where we just arrive. Mm -hmm. It's going to be like a continuation to we're in the grave, yeah. like yeah. continuing yep. to yep. do it every day. Yeah. And that's really one of the biggest things. Have grace for yourself because you, you I'm just going to be honest with you, you're going to fail. There's going to be moments where you have to, you know, you go back to whatever that old habit was. You know, not everyone can just be a cold turkey. I'm, you know, throwing everything out and we're doing this and I'm going this way for the rest of my life. So it's saying, you know, it's, it's not all or nothing. And that's really where I feel when we have that, where it's like, you know, we start these diets, we start these uh, resolutions and, and then we, we miss a day at the gym. We, we eat something that's not congruent with health. And then we're like, dang it, I, I failed. And it's, it's like, no, the only thing that is, you know, all in is pregnancy. Let's face it, you're either pregnant or you're not. But you know, this is where, you know, the health is truly where it's like, like there's a grace period. We're saying like, hey, you know, yeah, you might've slipped up, but once again, tomorrow's a new day. Like, yeah. let's get back on track. Let's yeah. keep moving. It's your birthday. Have some birthday cake. Yeah, enjoy and life. And then just keep moving. Yeah. No. And that's, you know, don't ever, uh, I, I was telling a practice member yesterday, when we look at healthy habits, the goal in life, let's face it, we're, we're our brain, the way it's programmed, is to um, crave dopamine. That's our good, our feel-good drug in our brain that it naturally creates. So when we actually are having dopamine being released in our brain off good habits, 
that is where health comes from. Mm-hmm. So when you get a fix in your brain that, man, like, you know, we just went to the grocery store. We like, you know, we get all this good food. Now let's make dinner together. Let's be a community. And, you know, once again, that's health. And now, like, I felt good. My brain literally, you know, got a dopamine release just like it is when you go through on social media or, or retail therapy. Mm-hmm. That's a dopamine fix. Now, obviously, those are not the most constructive dopamine <laughs> fixes. And that's those are unhealthy habits. Mm-hmm. And that's where, you know, once again, someone can start scrolling on their phone and they're there for three hours. Now, the goal is to say, okay, well, if that's a dopamine fix, now can I get that, that for the right things? Like being outside, right. going and spending time with my kids, you know, mm-hmm. going on a date with my wife and actually mm-hmm. just talking versus having a TV in the room. Right. Um, so dopamine is truly the, the feel-good drug, and then that's where when we do um, when, oh, when so our So you're like habits. retraining your brain yep. how to get the dopamine to kick in on certain things. Yeah. yeah. So put it this way, when you, know, when you, when you have to have that candy bar, it feels good in that moment. Mm-hmm. But why do you feel guilty later? Right. Mm-hmm. And that's where you had the dopamine fix, but then the, the actions, the actions actually catch up or the mindset catches up and you're like, dang, like, I guess it wasn't the best choice, but it felt good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I had like, you know, and, I'm sure it I mean, is. let's face it, I mean, people will be driving home from, you know, work and they'll literally pull their car around and go back to a fast food joint yeah. to grab something because once again, it's like, it's that thought where it's like, I need this, I mm-hmm. crave it. And that's dopamine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, if you're craving the right things, like eating healthy, like, you know, thinking well, like moving well, that's all, that's a healthy neurology system. And that's really where you know, that's, that's success right there. Yeah. And you mm-hmm. can't have it, have it without actually changing that completely. And don't get me wrong, it takes time and have grace for yourself because it's a process. I think that's the biggest thing. Like have grace for yourself. It's a process. Just like you said, it's a journey. Yep. Like mm-hmm. your entire life, you're going to be doing this. Mm-hmm. You just don't like, yeah. oh, hey, we nailed it. Like yep. everyone tried to be like us. Like, no, we're still trying to figure this yeah. out. Right. Uh, Chrissy and I, we tell a lot of people all the time, like when we do podcasts like this, when we do uh, our counseling sessions and stuff that we're still reading books yep. on marriage. We're reading blogs on marriage. We're yeah. praying out. We're reading what the Bible says because you never just get, you never arrive. Yeah. You know, you like always have to be preparing. You are where you're at exactly. like, because you're continuing to do that. Right. So it's like the only reason we got here is because we put the work in. Yep. Um, green things grow, ripe things rot. Mm. So literally be an informivore. Always be craving new information, but don't just crave it to then have a lot of shelf help books, you know, but because that's, you know, self-help leads to shelf help if you don't actually apply it. <laughs> so, um, but actually take that information and allow it to transform your life. But that's, that's only, you, know, you only have transformation from activation. So question, uh, a couple days ago, Chris and I were meeting with somebody and they're, because we're doing a fast right now um, mm-hmm. for our church, you yeah. know, giving up things and they gave up a number of things, you know, to eat healthy. But they even said, like, I don't know, like, what's good that I can't eat now because they're kind of switching over. And again, to us, like, we all, like, I don't know if it's because the dopamine switch, whatever it is, but we were in New York a couple years ago and... You know, remember uh, Gwen was eating Brussels sprouts and Julie was like, how do you get your two-year-old to eat Brussels sprouts? It's because because that's what we eat. Yeah. Like they've grown up on it. But if I tell somebody who's used to a Big Mac to now eat a Brussels sprout, yeah. you know, they're going to be like, oh my gosh, you know? So like, what are some things that you're like, okay, here's fun things to eat that mm-hmm. taste good, that you're going to enjoy. That's not going to be bland and gross and make you want to, you know, go out and get a, yeah. a you know, pizza. Even like the yeah. pizzas that you guys get. Yeah. Yeah. So just to even start with that, um, if you ever present something like a change to your spouse and their first response is, oh, I can never do that. 
don't like end the conversation there. Like, you know, essentially they're in such a defense state that they're not willing to accept new information. So you're really going to be barking up just a tree and you'll never see progress and skill get really frustrating. So just note to self on that, that if, if, if right away, if like the goals, like we're doing a fast and oh my gosh, I can't give this up, then like, let that be your non-negotiable. But then from there, you know, everything else has to change from there. But if, if, if chocolate is your non-negotiable, okay, well then you know, we'll keep that in the house because the goal is not to resent life and just to endure it, right. but to embrace it and yeah. thrive throughout yeah. it. Yeah, so, sure. um, I would say really, I mean, right now we are in the generation of information. So essentially if you can't find something, it's because you're not willing to look. Mm. Um, so I would, you know, I mean, you go in the grocery store, there's, there's alternatives for everything. And everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's I, my our entire like you know uh i would say the theme of our life is keep it simple like don't you know when you look at sickness and disease that is super complicated when you look at health and vitality it's complex but it's not complicated Mm -hmm. it's very simple like this week i spent like an hour like on pinterest just finding like because i found myself just getting in the same of like recipe yeah, like creatures just, of habit. yeah i'm just like we're eating the same five meals every week mm-hmm. so i just like looked and found like stuff and if i found it and it was too difficult for me or like too complicated or like i'm not gonna go out of my way to find this in the store mm-hmm. i just skipped along yep. and found something that worked for me so it's just more of like not putting that pressure of, like i have to be this amazing cook yeah but knowing like okay these recipes that i found are gonna work great yeah. for us they're gonna be healthy they're tasty and like and moving that way so yeah just implementing and also like we like when we talk about like diet we talk about adding things before removing things that's good so instead of like i have to cut cut all this out and i don't get this and i don't get that and i can't have that and i can't mm-hmm. have this but more of making like look what i do get yep. what's on my plate that's new what looks look what oh that looks good let's try yep. that like just trying new things and like instead of cutting out all the bad things yep. like instead of having like your burger with regular potato fries try sweet potato yeah. fries and just like starting that way yeah. instead of it being like i have to clear every yeah. single thing out and i have to start over and it's going to cost me so much money but just yeah. more of like implementing in your grocery list okay these are the things that i'm going to keep buying but then these are the things yeah. i'm going to add um so i have an individual in our office right now who she um is overweight and it's one of those things where she knows it i don't have to tell her it um, but what I, my job is to say is, Hey, like I get, you want an end result of this to be healthy and, you know, to lose weight, but we're not going to get there overnight. So let's start with one addressing how much water you drink. Let's start these simple habits that we can literally build off of. And then once we get one good and, you know, she went from drinking zero water a day. Now she's at three glasses a day. You know, is that where she needs to be? No, but it's progress yeah. and progress pays off. And that's, yeah. you know, the goal is to say, Hey, like great win. You know, yeah. once again, we're not where we're at, where we want to be, but we're going to own where we're at and yeah. we're going to keep going. Mm-hmm. And if you build, just like McKenzie said, if you just, if you add to that mess, then literally the things that are causing that mess will just slowly fade away. Yeah. So, yeah. and that's, you know, it's truly having keystone habits and uh, focusing on, hey, uh, yeah, I might eat, you know, I'm, my diet might be just drive-through driven. Well, then I'm going to... I'm going to look on the menu and start actually getting a salad. Now it might still not be exactly what it could be like from our, our like home, yeah. but it's, you know, implementing something new that's healthy. And then, uh, once you add enough, you know, healthy things, the bad things literally fall away because it's, it's truly our human or our, our, the, our humanistic mind that says, you know, we focus on what we can't have. Mm-hmm. Same thing with sin, you know, the whole, I mean, for the longest time, it's like, Hey, if you become a Christian, you can't go to the bars anymore. Right. You can't do this anymore. You can't mm-hmm. do that. It's, it's a, it's a, it's a, uh, a mindset of limit, you know, limitations where it's saying like, man, like 
what, what, how, how are you going to function if you can't hang out with your old friends for saying like not, or you, know, you look at the flip sides, you get to do all of this. And then once you focus on the good, the bad will just fade away. Where it's like, no, you don't want to do the bad once right. you're like, you have so right. much good. Right. Yeah. It's like a healthy snowball. Effect. Yeah. Yeah. You know, just like continuing to add as you roll down yeah. the hill, you just keep going. That's yeah. really good. I like that. You know what? It'd be cool to actually do a podcast on, I mean, obviously for the most part, I cook breakfast, but that's pretty generic like eggs and sweet potato but to actually do a podcast on healthy eating you know and like some things that you guys do when you go grocery shopping and we could just put some tips in the show notes of like look for this look for this whatever yeah Yeah. Yeah, i mean that could be just one simple like thing that they can implement today is when you go grocery shopping stick to the perimeter (laughs) stick towards the outer levels unless you have to run inside and get coconut oil and then dip back out yeah because on the outside that's the things that are going to rot and if you're not eating food that rots well then you will rot you know, mm-hmm. and that's really the thing where, you know, we have to focus on, okay, well, if once again, if, if we, if we have a cheeseburger from McDonald's and bacteria won't eat it, right. we probably shouldn't eat it. And one of my <laughs> right. colleagues, he has a, he has a, in his office, he has a cheeseburger mm-hmm. that is six years old. You looked at, if you looked at this, you would think it was from yesterday or today mm-hmm. because literally bacteria will not eat it. Wow. And the same thing, if you find a fry under your car, like if, you know, Looks and, exactly yeah, the same. <laughs> why is that? Because, you know, literally <laughs> bacteria will not touch that. Oh, that's disgusting. Yeah. yeah. You did it. It's a kid. Oh my gosh. So disgusting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> awesome. So you said you had a blog at the beginning. So where yes. can people follow you on your blog? Um, adjustedliving.blog. If you just type that in your search bar. Yeah, yeah. That's where I'm at. Cool. And what about on social media? Oh, yeah. Uh, just a living on Instagram. I think I have a... I think it's all one word. There might be a... I'm a slash between the two words. I'm sure they'll find you. Yes. Mm-hmm. And what about for you? So, right now, we're still working on our website. Um, what if they just want to follow you? Follow me? Yeah. My name is Ryan Angelo. <laughs> <laughs> you're on Facebook, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. You're Instagram. Ryan Angelo 07, right? On Instagram? I think so. Sure. <laughs> sure. Honestly, Instagram's not my, my Listen, strong point. Find Mackenzie. This, yes. and then you'll, then you'll be able to find Ryan. Ryan. Yeah. I was be just wondering for like because I'm sure we're gonna get you know yeah. um, husbands, wives, yeah. mothers, fathers. They're gonna be like, oh yeah. wow. I I wonder more about adjustments, you yeah. know, because obviously that's an aspect of health yeah. and what that looks like. Yeah. In this new year, we like plan to get a website yeah, gonna, and get on social media. We're changing the business name and so all, all that's the down the road and yeah, yeah so it's going to be so a big year. So look for us in the future. Cool. So Awesome. Well, thank you guys for having us on. Of uh, again, this is Joe and Chrissy with The Married Life and we exist to help build stronger marriages, to create stronger families, to form stronger communities. And don't forget that we are going to be having our first conference, The Married Life Conference, Woo-hoo! next month already. And uh, it's exciting. Chrissy was booking tickets yesterday for our all of our guest speakers so that's going to be awesome so make sure you guys uh you can go to instagram follow us on instagram at the marriedlife.us and you can go ahead and click the uh, link in the bio that will take you right to get your tickets and we want to see you guys there so thanks for listening and we'll see you guys next time right here on the married life